Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tech Talk is underway on a Saturday. Cool for early August. 73 degrees. Uh, Some cloud cover. South winds at three miles an hour. If you're around your computer and you're around your phone, by all means, call the program. 651-989-9226. 9226. You can text the program at 81807. That is 81807. So if you're having problems with that computer, hardware, software, not sure how something works, maybe you want something to work better, by all means, call the program today. Doug, good to see you. It's wonderful to be here, Steve. We've got some nice, cool weather, but time to go to work. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, a lot. A lot to get into, as always, on the program, but the something that's come up as of late on the program, and we want to start here, is uh, people are getting phone calls again. Indeed. Um, and these are scams. Indeed. Um, if someone calls and says, your computer is infected, um, run, run, run away. Yes, and what seems to be proliferating through the Internet as well is people are going to a website And while they're on that website, they get a little notice inside their browser. And a lot of times it's got music and videos and sound. And it's a message from Microsoft, which it really is not a message from Microsoft. And your Windows is infected and call this number. Close out the browser. If you have to, restart your computer. Open up a different browser. I would recommend Firefox or Chrome. And go back to that site and see if you get it again. Do not fall prey to this nonsense, and at all costs, do not contribute to their fraudulent bad behavior. Yeah, it's that simple. If you're you're getting a pop-up, and I I saw it, I I can't even remember what site I was on. I I think I was looking uh, for parts for my uh, John Deere mower. I'm having a problem with the uh, transmission after all these years, and it popped up during that search. And it was difficult to shut out. Now, I have a Chromebook. That's what I use at home when I'm sitting around watching TV. And still got a Windows message, right? Yeah. Isn't that lovely? Which which I I knew I'm not not even in Windows. I'm not using a Microsoft product. I'm using a Chromebook, and I'm on the web using Chrome. So um, I knew that was a scam, but it was hard to get out of it. I had to do a hard shutdown to the Chromebook to get out of it, and it ultimately went away. But those people that are using Windows, once again, uh, these phone calls, uh, the people on the phone, and uh, these pop-ups, they are very convincing. But do not fall prey to this. And Once again, we've been hearing a lot about that lately. Oh, yeah. It is a scam. These big companies don't have time to call you and warn you of potential problems on your computer. It just doesn't happen. No. And, and you know, my original thought was this was some type of virus that was affecting the, the direct 
website. I'm not so certain that's it anymore. I'm not certain that this little whatever it is, worm or whatnot, isn't crawling through routers. And as it's crawling through routers, picking up the traffic and placing this page into a a, a website or a web page that's being delivered, I, I don't really think it's infected websites anymore. I, I, I'm not certain how this is happening. I'm not the only one that's questioning this. As I spoke last week, I had a nice, nice lady that had a problem, and they called her up, and within hours, they had $1,000 of her money. Mm. And um, I actually went out to Sharon's house last week to finish up her computer on her router, and she was able to get with her bank, get all of her money back, and these people are still hounding the bank that she owes the money. They're relentless these days, just relentless. Just don't start. Yeah. Uh, very good advice. By the way, uh, text line, good spot to go, 81807. That is 81807. Phone lines are already very busy on the program. Uh, the number there is 651-989-9226. Tech Talk with Doug. And then next hour here on CCO, Peter Moe will join us, uh, director of the U of M Landscape Arboretum, and he'll be taking your uh, garden and tree-related questions an hour from now, so keep that in mind. Let's go to the phones right now. Tech Talk underway. Let's bring in Brent. Brent, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, Doug. Hi, Brent. What's up? Well, I've talked to you before. I've got a desktop, Bell desktop, Windows 7, five years old, and the slow uh, email, and I've got, you know, the uh, Q.com, so I know that you suggested going on Gmail and that. Um, but one of the other questions, means of questions, I've been, I'm trying to sell uh, a car, and I've got a lot of pictures. And I'm trying to send, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight pictures on an email, and the system won't take it. The system only takes two JPEG pictures at a time. You're, well, here again, you know, Gmail would be your answer. Uh, you can still keep your Q.com account address. But in Gmail, with Gmail comes Google Drive. And you would actually upload those pictures once to your Google Drive. And then you'd go underneath that drive and go to each file, right-click, and just share with everybody. And that way, when you sent the email to these people selling your car, you would just deliver within the email the links to the pictures. Much, much quicker, much, much safer, and a lot less work on your part. So if you need to, give me a call next week, and I'll help you get a Gmail account set up and tie your Q.com account to it, and then we'll upload those pictures, and you can get that car sold. And thank you so much for the call. I hope that helps. All right. Uh, by the way, text line 81807. If you can't get in on the phone lines, 81807. Uh, you can send your text there. And uh, the phone number, again, 651-989-9226. Let's go to Ron in Minneapolis. Ron, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, guys. Happy Saturday to you. Thank you. I got two questions, Doug, regarding Gmail. One, this is somewhat convoluted, not not to you, but for me. I have a Gmail account at Ronald at my company name dot com. Also, I have a Comcast account for my business. All right, here's what's happening. Some of my clients are telling me they're sending me an email to my Gmail account, and they get back to them an error message saying it wasn't delivered, and I'm not getting them. This is not happening all the time, it's just a, a few of them. However, the emails, they're not 
I'm not getting them a Gmail account, and again, the, my clients are getting an error message. I am getting them in my Comcast.net account. So, first question: Why is this happening? And two, can I transfer or put my company uh, email with Comcast to a Gmail account? So I have my Ronald, my personal uh, business, and also my company uh, email from Com. Comcast.net to to a Gmail account. I hope I made sense. Yeah, yeah, you actually do. Um, I'm going to take this in two parts. First of all, I think you've got some confusion between the two accounts and how they're configured. If you're using multiple devices, which you probably are, it's very possible. In fact, it's probable that one of these devices are set up using POP3 instead of IMAP or web-based. We'd have to take a look at each configuration on each device first to determine that. As far as combining your two accounts, that's relatively easy. But we got to have your Gmail account operating properly first. Once your Gmail account is operating right on the money, and this, this business about some people sending you Gmail accounts, I almost think that someplace in your configuration you may have a mistyped reply to address. It's just a gut feeling I'm having, and that's why it's so inconsistent. The most difficult problems to solve with computers are the ones that are inconsistent. I'm going to recommend that you give me a call next week so we can actually take a look at your Comcast account first, and then we'll close everything up. We'll take a look at your Gmail account, everything online, of course, and then we'll take a quick peek at your devices and get this thing sorted out. And thank you for the call, but multiple email accounts can get confusing. You have to have one email account working as the hub. Yeah, and uh, Doug, we brought it up on the program numerous times. Uh, this this is no joke. At this point in time, there there's no bigger no-brainer than getting a Gmail account. Well, yeah, absolutely, or at the very least, a web-based account. But Gmail is... No question in my mind, I can say this with no reservation, cream of the crop. Yeah, it's it's just hard to be, beat what you get for free. Yeah, yeah, especially with Google Drive and Photos yeah. and all the Word docs and Excel docs. Yeah, it's it really is. She's a no-brainer any way you cut it. Yeah, and, you know, I, I think people could be a little bit intimidated at first on Google Docs and uh, some of the apps that work. Would play around with it, take your time. Um, it, it just is invaluable. And then once again, once you have that set up and you have it humming along, then all of a sudden the device doesn't matter. Correct. Your stuff is available on any computer, uh, wherever you are. Oh, and the simplicity. Yeah. Yeah, you've had it long enough now to know yeah. where, where, when you go to buy a new cell phone, for example – Instead of sitting there waiting for them to transfer your contacts and set up everything takes an hour, with a Gmail account set up properly as you're walking out the store, you bought your device. You've paid for it any way you can, did the contract. As you're walking out the store, you are entering your credentials for your Gmail account and saving your password and whatnot by the time you get to your car. All your contacts are there. Whatever maps that you had saved are there. Your calendar is updating. And by the time you're even starting that engine on your car, you're probably listening to your Pandora radio and rocking and rolling. 
It's it really is the. I agree. I think that Google Apps, at first glance, it could become daunting. But take it one section at a time. First, learn about Gmail. Then jump into the calendar. Then jump into Drive. Then jump into Contacts. And if you take it step by step, pretty soon it just all falls right into place. No more than two to three hours should be required. Yeah, it's one of those that I just cannot get over that that it's free because it's one of those things that once I'm into it and I've been using it for a while, I'd be willing to pay a few bucks a month. Or yeah, I, I I think you and I are in the same frame of mind. Whatever. I think you and I are of the same frame of mind. The word that comes to my mind is indispensable. Yeah, it, very good stuff. By the way, it is Tech Talk. It comes your way Saturdays between 1 and 2 o'clock. Doug Swinhart's in studio. Our studio coordinator is Jonathan Lowe. It is 77 degrees. We have variable winds at 5. A pleasant day. Uh, the radar could get busy. As a matter of fact, there is some shower activity south and west of the Twin Cities. But this is uh, out toward uh, Marshall and uh, down toward uh, maybe Jackson and a blue earth, et cetera, that gives you an idea. But the rain south of the Minnesota River uh, right now. But we could see a shower or thunderstorm here, and we'll have a complete update on the weather in about 10 minutes here on CCO. The pertinent number is on the program, 651-989-9226. We have a phone line open right now, and you can text, of course, at 81807. That is 818 818- Zero seven. Let's go to Judy. Judy, you're on the air. Hello. Yes, I have a question to ask. I don't have a computer anymore. I haven't had one for a few years. I've been just using an iPad. Okay. Well, I have all these discs of old, when my kids were young, movies I had put on discs. And I want to buy a Chromebook now. How can I get those? I mean, they don't have the disc players anymore. How can I get them on? A Chromebook. These are um, these are like on CDs and DVDs. Yes. Okay, you can actually buy an external DVD player that will plug right into a USB port. Um, and then what you're going to want to do with your Chromebook is you're going to want to put that DVD in the in the external player, and they're not expensive, by the way. And then you're going to send it up to the cloud, so it'll be on your Google account up in, in in the cloud. That very simple process. And if you have trouble with that or need my help, give me a holler next week, and I'll be sure and help you. But an external DVD that plugs into a USB should work for you just fine. All right, and uh, by the way, there are a lot of great services available. Uh, one we are very, very Friendly with is Astound Video, astoundvideo.com. They're based here in the Twin Cities. They do an outstanding job. Uh, you have old you have old movies, maybe Super 8s, um, uh, slides, all of those sorts of things. If you want help digitizing this invaluable material, uh, old VHS tapes, uh, all of those videotapes of any sizes, depending on what type of camcorder you had, Back in the day, Astound Video does an outstanding job. Uh, my brother-in-law took a bunch of 8-millimeter, yeah. honest to God, Stevie, 8-millimeter to Astound yeah. and had it done in a couple of days. I'm absolutely certain that Judy could actually take her DVDs in and they would even send them up to the cloud for her. They're, they're tremendous, tremendous business. 
Can't say enough good things about them, them guys. You just can't. All right. Uh, by the way, a uh, number of calls and uh, the text line, a good way to go, 81807, We'll be going there very shortly. Let's bring in Rick. Rick, you're on the air. Hello. Yeah, hi, guys. Hi, Rick. What's up? I have uh, about a six- or seven-year-old uh, desktop with Windows 7. Okay. And for about the last six months, at least one of my browsers has been infiltrated by not only Yahoo, but something called MineHP. And I'm you, wondering, what, how do I get rid of this? Yeah, this is, um, this, this is a real issue. As your Internet Explorer was updating, it left remnants of older version of Explorer tied to your system files. The, the best thing that you can possibly do is first start by opening up Google Chrome or Firefox and making sure that you have the latest version of Firefox. Go to Google.com, the search engine, and in the search box, type in ADW Cleaner. A is in Apple, D is in dog, W is in win, the word cleaner with no spaces. Then hit a space bar and type in Major Geeks because the Major Geeks file depository will take you right to a link and you don't have to go through any screens. And that's M-A-J-O-R-G-E-E-K-S. So it's ADW Cleaner space Major Geeks. Get ADW Cleaner. Download it. Run it. It's a portable program, so you don't actually even have to install it. Clean your computer first. Then make sure your Internet Explorer is up to date. If this problem returns in a couple of days, I can almost guarantee that you've got some remnants of Windows 10 that have partially downloaded and you've got some semblance of an update loop going on. But that should clear you up and put you on the right track of getting clean. And, And thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Good one, as always. And we throw out a lot of websites and a lot of programs, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll try and repeat those as we move through the show. Uh, but there are a lot of good products out there. And a quick follow-up on some of these products that, that maybe you're able to get for free online and you're able to get uh, maybe a demo version or, uh, you know, the free version. Ultimately, at some point in time, if you use this and you like this product, these companies – would, would like to get a little money back. Oh, absolutely. Uh, especially programs like ADW Cleaner comes from Malwarebytes. Um, they're looking to sell the premium Malwarebytes. Uh, at worst case scenario, most of these companies actually have a little donate key. So, But you're under no obligation with the free stuff. Um, one of the programs we mentioned quite frequently here, as you know, Steve is CCleaner. And that will never expire. That will run on your computer forever. But I always, always encourage people, once you start using this program and if you're popping it open two, three times a month and cleaning out your temp files, optimizing your windows, clearing out all of the junk out of your registry files, using it for an uninstaller, by all means, log on to Piriform.com. Just type in CCleaner and Google Chrome or Google.com and buy the premium version. It's going to do a lot more and it's not that expensive. If I'm not mistaken, it's about 30 bucks. But the big thing here is let's keep these fine companies in business. I, you know, they'll, they'll get to a point where if they can't keep giving away the free stuff, 
it'll just stop because they'll have the reputation to continue anyway. And all open source software works on that premise. And even though CCleaner is not open source, they give it away for free just like it is. It's a tremendous, tremendous boon to this company. The company that did CCleaner is the same people that write Revo Uninstaller. They've been around for several decades, have a tremendous reputation. And if there's any company on the planet that's worth sending them 40, 50 bucks, these guys are it. Same with Malware Bytes. The amount of computers that they have cleaned across the planet for free is astounding. They deserve success, no doubt about it. All right, quick break, and then we come back with more calls with uh, Bob and Mike waiting on the phone lines, and we'll go to the text line as well. Here are the numbers. We have a couple of phone lines open, 651-989-9226. You can text 81807, of course. It is Tag Talk. We're underway on a Saturday here at CCO. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. One thirty-four on a Saturday. We call it Tech Talk. Doug Swinhart in studio. And always good enough to join us and talk computers. Uh, and Doug will be joining us out at the fair later this month. Hard oh, that's coming right up, yeah, isn't it? It, it? it is amazing. I, loved, I love going out there. You know, and uh, my, my kids are older. I've got one out of school and one in college now. But uh, I have nieces and nephews that are younger. And uh, as an uncle should, I say, yeah, countdown to school's underway. You know, I kind of rub it in a little bit. Got to. Yeah, you have to. So uh, the fair and then school starts, and uh, that is uh, the rhythm of the season, 77 degrees. We've had a lot of great calls and a number of texts. We're going to go to the phone lines here real quick, uh, get to one of those, then go to the text line, then uh, return to the phone lines. Uh, as we move through the show today, let's start with Bob. Bob and Excel's here. You're on the air. Hello. Thank you. Hi, Bob. Hi. I've got a, a Windows 10 two-year-old computer, and I've been trying to back it up uh, for two different days. I and what it's a version 1703. It said, and what's happened is it's working through the update, and it gets stuck on on one part of it, and it gets to 93% complete, and it stays there yesterday for about 10 hours, and then I started all over again, and uh, it update was updating, and it gets locked up on um, that 93% to complete, and it won't advance past 93%. Yeah, you got an update loop. Um, I'm going to recommend that you open up a web browser, go to google.com, and in the search box, you type in GWX control panel. This and, and when you get to the page, you'll see a GWX control setup and a GWX control panel portable version. Download the portable version. When you click on this, it'll come up and ask for your permission for a license. Uh, just click yes and continue. As you look at this screen it will quickly become apparent that this program was written for a Windows 7 machine and it was meant to prevent Windows 10 from updating. Even though you have Windows 10, there is a section on the right side that talks about clearing your update cache. If you push that button, 
It will show you probably thousands of files and clear them out. And then you can just shut that program down, restart your computer, give it another shot, and you'll probably update just fine. And if it goes beyond that, feel free, Bob, to give me a call and we'll work it out. But I'm quite certain that will fix your problem. You've got an update loop. Yeah, and that's fairly common, Doug. We bring that up uh, from time to time on the program. Uh, kind of a dreaded glitch, it if is. you will. Uh, it really is. And and I'm not sure why this is happening. Uh, some of the administrators claim that, that it happens to be um, Windows servers aren't keeping up with all the traffic. I have trouble believing that, but it's possible. Some people claim that it has to do with certain timeouts on the Internet that create these things on the PC level. That's probably more likely. Um, nonetheless, I still think Windows 10 is a great operating system, but this using a program to fix something that really isn't designed for a specific operating system, that this can only come from trial and error and experience. And I tried this, and it seems to work just perfect. So, yeah, feel free to do that and, and let me know if you're, if you're unsuccessful. But I'm quite certain that will work for you. All right, uh, we've got Jan waiting on the phone lines. We'll go there in a moment. By the way, our number is 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. Beyond Jan, we have someone else. Jonathan. Okay, we've got Mike. Uh, so Jan and Mike, uh, hold on a moment. Let's go to the text line. We promised we'd go there uh, for a moment or two here on Tech Talk today. Uh, let's go to the top of the list. Uh, my computer says it has low memory. I have an Acer Aspire with uh, 4 gigabytes of RAM and 3.75 gigabytes usable. What do I need to do to help with this problem? What could be going on there? The uh, virtual memory has been decreased. You need to go to your control panel, open up system. Under system, you'll hit your advanced tab. There's another advanced tab underneath that, and then you'll see your virtual memory. Take the check mark out of allowing Windows to control this and put in 4096 for 4 gigabytes on both the start and the stop. Restart your computer, and that should solve the problem. Anything other than that, give me a holler, and we'll run CCleaner and get the rest of it cleaned up. All right, very good. Um, let's uh, go to the text line again. Here's a good one. I had an AOL account way back in the day. I think everybody did. Uh, but uh, from the text line, I have a friend who still uses AOL. She said she got a message from them saying she now has to pay them four ninety five a month. Is this legit? What do you think? I remember AOL was a paid service. Uh, Yahoo uh, charges. Uh, there are a number of web-based email. I know AOL is still legit. Um, so... Four ninety five a month, still pretty cheap. Well, it is and it isn't. Yeah, you, you know, you you still got to get me back to the to the. Well, I can have a Gmail account for free and have the world, have all of the services that are behind Gmail. I, I I'm a little bewildered at what AOL is doing. I know that some people get it for free. Some people get a knock on their door saying they got to pay. I, I I'm not sure how they're determining. Who gets what when? I, I I just don't know. My advice would probably be to go ahead and pay the four ninety five for four or five months, set up a Gmail account, and in your signature, 
of your Gmail account. Let people know you're in the process of updating your email. And after three, four, five, six months, just stop the AOL completely and stay with a, G- a Gmail account. That would be my advice. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things where we, we bring up web-based email and then people maybe have Outlook and some sort of other email service. But uh, some of these antiquated email services, I, I know for a fact uh, my wife had an old Quest.net account. You bet. And, of course, Quest became CenturyLink. So this, this account goes back years. And finally they pulled the pin on it. They, they just said, you got to move on. We're moving on. Yeah. Sorry. And that's when she segued over full-time to her Gmail account. Yeah, well, and Q.com and Quest email. Dot net. Yep, they, they went through a series of changes where Microsoft, MSN took over for a while, yep. and then we couldn't determine who was going to do the customer support, and it all became convoluted when CenturyLink took over. They still kind of, and I say that word with lots of quotes and italicized and bolded, they kind of continue to support it, but if it gets out of hand, they're just going to tell you that, it, move on, move into something else. Uh, the only way to really keep a Q.com account, in my opinion, is to set it up underneath a Gmail account and have it pop right straight to Gmail. Even then, when somebody sends an email to that Q.com, it may take 15 minutes to get to you, may take a half an hour, it may take 40 minutes, whereas you know, Steve... If you send me a, an email from your Gmail account to my Gmail account, by the time you're taking your finger off that send button, I'm probably starting to read it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's that instant. So, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things that I would highly recommend. It's time to upgrade. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, we got a quick follow-up to our chat about uh, moving uh, video uh, of any type. VHS tapes, any sort of videotape, film, et cetera, and digitizing that and saving it forever, potentially in the cloud or on a DVD. Uh, The local firm uh, that's been a CCO advertiser and Doug and I think very highly of Astound Video. Quick follow-up. Once again, uh, the company who can transfer a VHS and digitize that for you is Astound Video on their website, astoundvideo.com. So good. they are a local firm. Good company. Good yeah, my, sure. Did I tell you my brother-in-law took a ton of stuff over yeah, there? Yeah, you did. Yep. And they had it done for him in days, and they didn't overcharge him. He was happier than a pig in mud. And I, know, I don't know anybody that's done business with Astound that have, hasn't been pleased. Yeah. I, I they, they just do good work. Yeah, so uh, just a quick follow-up on that. Um, how do I combine my Hotmail and Gmail? Um it it's uh, for someone who's running for office that they they want to get and and I believe Doug you've talked about it before that if you have several email accounts you can have them all flow into a Gmail relatively easily. Oh sure, once you got your Gmail set up, you're going to want to go under settings and the kind of strange thing about the settings in Gmail is each page you have to go down and hit the save button and then reopen settings and go to the next page. But when you're in Gmail, the first thing you're going to want to do is go to uh, Pop and IMAP and disable Pop and make absolutely certain that it's always going to be IMAP. That's first. Then you can reopen up your settings and go into Accounts, and you can actually add that MSN account 
So it comes into your Gmail account. And there are several steps involved in that. But Gmail does a tremendous job of explaining each step as you're going through that process. So once you get to that point, everything will come into Gmail. Or if you want it on a machine, you could download and install Thunderbird, which is the Mozilla local client email, and have both emails coming into Thunderbird. Just make sure that everything is set up IMAP, I-M-A-P, or in other words, web-based. That way, if you've got multiple devices, everything is synchronized without any issue because all of your messages are remaining on the mail server, and any activity that you're doing is on that hub. It's really the only way to go. So, yeah, it's uh, with multiple email accounts, I've got 15 of them today, and if I couldn't combine them, I'd be doing nothing but checking mail. So it's a, it's a real important thing to take care of. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Let's bring in Mike. Mike, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, guys. Hi, Mike. Um, you're talking about Gmail, and, yeah, I can appreciate all the aspects of it, but I don't like the fact that they parse through everything and then I get all sorts of advertising. Is there something else that you would recommend that's almost or just as good without having to deal with all of that? You know, that's interesting. I want you to give me a call next week, and I'm going to open up your Google Chrome, and then we're going to go into the settings in your Gmail and your Chrome, and I'm going to show you how to shut all that off. All right. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, and th- there is a lot of flexibility, and I know what you speak of because um, it- it's funny how that works. Uh, as I said, I was looking for parts for my uh, old John Deere lawn tractor online, and now I'm getting all sorts of ideas. Well, now, see, that's that, that might not all be coming from Gmail either. Yeah. That's activity that you have on the Internet. Yeah. There are thousands of marketing computers, I call them, servers that are tracking traffic. And actually, I don't know if they're actually selling your personal data, but they are selling groups of advertising. And they're keeping track of that IP address that's doing that search. Nancy went online and she was looking for clothes, and now her computer is like every. There's some small little lad talking about ladies' shoes and 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 dresses and whatnot, and that'll go on for a couple of weeks. There's really no getting away from that. Yeah. Uh, but as far as like when you're in Gmail, you can actually take control of that display in Chrome and and reduce almost to nothing. So that's a that's a good thing. You'll get small little ads once in a while on the bottom, but that's it. Well, I, I really don't mind it because I, I need a new seat for the old John Deere. Well, there you go. And and one of those pop-up ads or one of those ads was really a good deal, and I bought it. There you go. So there, I got a good deal. Yeah, and yeah. It kind of paid dividends for me. So Yeah, hey. yeah if, if you don't react right away, that's something else I find really interesting. The first ad comes in, and you go, yeah, that's kind of cool. If you wait a couple of days, pretty soon the ad's coming in, the prices drop. Hey. They're, uh, they're competing for your business. It's not all bad. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 148, quick break. We've got more. We'll go to the phone lines. We'll, we'll try to hit as many on the text line as well here on the CCO. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, welcome back. It is Tech Talk. Doug Swinhart in studio as always. Coming up following the news and weather at 2, Peter Moe, director of the U of M Landscape Arboretum. 
and he'll take your calls if you have questions about uh, your trees, your landscape. Uh, Peter no, uh, Peter Moe is the man, and he'll be joining us here in about 20 minutes or so here on CCO, so we invite you to stay tuned. Uh, let's go to those phone lines again. Jan in Minneapolis. Jan, you're on the air. Hi, Doug. Um, I have uh, a, I need to download Adobe Flash Driver. And it is, and I'm on a Linux system. Yes. It is asking me which version to download, the uh, .tar, .gz, or the .rpm. I, I need to see your Linux before we go any farther. I'm going to have you give me a call today after the show. Uh, give me a call about 3 o'clock at my place, and I'll connect up remotely and check, what, see what uh, distribution of Linux you have. And I will give it a command in a terminal window to where it will update your Flash Player automatically forever. Um, there's some extra things that go into owning Linux. so But feel free to give me a call about 3, 3.30, and I'll take care of that for you in a couple minutes. And thank you for the call. It, it sounds like uh, Flash is kind of going the way of the horse and buggy. It really will. is. Now, Linux does a great job of keeping that flash up to date so it's never a security issue. But even the Linux systems that I do, I don't automatically add flash unless the people absolutely require it. If they have to have it for certain websites or games, then we'll go in and we'll give it this command in a terminal window and make sure that their repositories keep that up to date like a normal package. And it's pretty simple, but you just got to know what version of Linux what distribution of Linux and what version, and then go from there, and then we can rock and roll. All right, uh, Doug, from the text line real quick at 81807, what is a good laptop to buy for the average person, and how do you save and download all your stuff from an old laptop? Boy, you know, coincidentally, I had a gentleman that's in in real estate, semi-retired, looking for a new laptop last week, and I went to Micro Center Online, microcenter.com, They've got, you're going to love this, Stevie, they've got an Asus 15-inch, 4.5 pounds, 8 gigs of RAM, an i5 quad processor, and an SSD for $699. It's a nice silver-gray color, beautiful computer. I would recommend that all day long. You've got a solid-state drive. You've got plenty of RAM, Windows 10. I can't imagine how anybody could need more laptop than that. If you want something a little smaller, they got a full array. I suggest going out to Micro Center and playing around with the things they've got on display. Feel the keyboards. Lift them up. Feel the weight. Look at the screens. It's really, really difficult to zero in on one specific laptop. They're so personal. Yeah, there, there's a lot of good equipment out there. Uh, there's no doubt about that. We talk about it from time to time. But what about getting that old data for to the new computer. That's actually a relatively simple okay. thing. You know, if you, especially if you've got um, a, a, an external hard drive, you plug it in, you open up two Windows Explorer windows, one for your source, which would be on the old computer, and one for your target, which would be the external hard drive. And just go right into your files, create on the hard drive, create a folder, docs, another one for pics, another one for music, whatever you have. Go back to the window on the left, your source, go to your docs, control A, shade them all, right click on the shade, select copy, go over to your target, right click, select paste, and watch them come on over. 
Within minutes, you've got your data, and you're rocking and rolling. It's much, much easier than what you think. All right. Uh, we have time to get to uh, another call. we got to go quick, however. Let's bring in Mark in Burnsville. Mark, you're on the air. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, you've, I have a Dell 8700. Uh, you've worked on it before. My performance monitor in the upper right-hand corner, disk usage will go to 100% when I sign on the first minute, or else when I'm running two functions. I was just wondering, uh, is that a warning? Do I need a new power supply or what? Um, it's, it's, it's a warning, but I don't think you need a new power supply. It sounds to me with this performance monitor that you're running advanced system care. I'm thinking you need to get rid of that completely and download and replace it with CCleaner. Use Revo Uninstaller to get rid of um, advanced system care, get rid of the driver booster, get rid of Smart Defray, get rid of everything IO bit, and rock and roll. And if that doesn't do it, give me a call and we'll help you get cleaned up. All right, but uh, CCleaner is a good alternative. Absolutely. Wonderful alternative. Not quite as as one button. Takes a couple extra buttons to make it work. But I think it does a much, much better job, and it doesn't put doesn't take away from your overall system resources the way that the latest advanced system care has been doing. All right, Doug, we've got to run uh, just about out of time. Uh, your phone number and email. Thank you. 651 651- Five five two nine five four three, and of course WCCOTech.com, WCCOTECH.com, six five one five five two nine five four three. All right, Doug, enjoy the day, and yes, we sir. will see you in a week. Sounds good. Have a good one. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.